Welcome to a God Shift podcast, where we move you from disruption and delay into a greater destiny, expectancy, and possibility. I'm your host, Shana Rattler, and I'm a minister, author, and sought-after speaker. Join myself and other leaders who unapologetically share their story of when their life collided with God's purpose and put them on the path that was designed for them. You will learn how to bounce back from setbacks, disappointments, and uncertainty, and unlock the door to confidence move into your next chapter. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A God Shift. I am your host, Shana Rattler. Thank you so much for being here today. But before we get started, I would love if you could do me a favor. Wherever it is that you are listening to this episode, I want you to take a screenshot. And with that screenshot, I want you to post it on your social media tag us here at a God shift. And I just want to hear your biggest aha moment or your biggest takeaway from this episode. And I ask you to do that because I really just want as many people as possible to know that whatever it is that they're going through, that there's hope on the other side of that and that there's God in the middle of that. And so thank you in advance for being willing to share, share, share. All right. I am going to read my guest bio, and then we're going to get into a conversation. My guest today has built a reputation through her volunteerism. This exceptional Barbadian dedicates her life and resources to ensuring that women and youth are equipped with the strategies to reach their goals. She has been featured by over 500 media houses throughout the USA and Nigeria. She's an author, publisher, podcaster, an international speaker, content creator, a certified master trainer, a certified international life purpose coach, a visionary strategist, and an entrepreneur. I want to welcome to the show, Kamisha King. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much, Shana, for having me on this platform. It's such a privilege and an honor to be here today. You are certainly welcome. So before we get into um, the interview, if you will, I just want to set the stage a little bit to give a little bit of context for the conversation. So my platforms are called a God shift, and we're going to be talking a lot about God shifts during this conversation. And my definition of a God shift, Kamisha, is the moment a disruption in your life collides with God's purpose, but then that is what moves you into new dimensions of possibility. And I believe that God uses these trials. He uses these unexpected circumstances, even the positive ones, to get your attention so that he can invite you into what it is that he really has planned for you. So I would love if you could share with the audience a time that you've actually had to overcome some form of disruption in order to get to where it is that you are today. Definitely. So I'm smiling as you were speaking because I'm thinking God gave me another disruption because I've had many, but I got another disruption just for this podcast. And I'll All right, you. well, perfect timing. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you set me up, Shana. I okay. know. I'm, I'm bad at that. So just about just only last month, it's not even a month yet. It's still very fresh. You know, I had my event every year. We have our annual event is called the Ladies Buffet Brunch. And we were planning for our Ladies Buffet Brunch. Usually the the format of that uh, is under the team Battered Brews Not Broken, where we are highlighting women from various walks of life. And, you know, who would have told their stories of, you know, various adversities they would have encountered. Now, planning an event for those persons out there who are very familiar with event planning is never easy. And you have to expect 
the unexpected, you know, because things can just happen. But guess what? In the process of planning, I have never encountered such a resistance, you know, towards what was happening. I remember when I was preparing to get stuff off the ground, the vision that I originally had, God changed it. He said, that's not what I want. We're going to go different. And he gave me a new lineup of speakers. So now I had new presenters and now we're getting things in place. Guess what happened? One of my speakers, their father died. And shortly after that, my uh, my uncle died. Then shortly after that, uh, one of the other speakers, she was under a demonic attack. And then shortly after that, I got I had to start getting these really bad headaches and then really, really bad headaches. And it was also a demonic attack for five days straight. Medication wouldn't help. Talk about disruption. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were planning things were supposed to be moving speedily ahead. And in my mind, I'm thinking God gave me the plan. He told me who to connect with. Everything should really run seamlessly. You know, I shouldn't be having this amount of resistance. And then just when I thought that it would be fine, then uh, my speaker had one of my speakers had some challenges. You know, she was dealing with different health issues at the time that she thought she had already dealt with. And then she had another issue with her home. She lost her electricity. Then her home was flooded. You know, we had challenges trying to get her ticket booked so she can come to Barbados to speak, you know, and then right in the midst of everything, just when we thought we had enough, there was a storm, a literal storm. A star was coming to Barbados and the eye of the storm was right over our island. And it was predicted that it was going to be horrible. And in the midst of it all, and I'm thinking to myself, but God, you said, but you said to do this and yet still I am getting so much, you know, so much resistance. I know this is happening. I remember having to just come home and spend time in prayer, you know, just praying against the storm. And then God just spoke very, very silently and very peacefully. And he said, be still, you know, it is finished. And that day I knew that no matter what I was up against, it was going to be, it was going to work out because of course, because of the storm, the speaker's flight was canceled because the airports were closed. She could not come anymore. We then had to figure out how are we going to get her here? It's such a short space of time. The event happening on the Saturday and the storm is coming on a Thursday, two days before the event, you know, and I'm there like, oh my goodness, what's going to happen? But just as God said, I'll be still and it is finished. The storm passed and on Friday, everything was cleared, but I still had the challenge of how am I going to get her into Barbados because the flight that she had could not come anymore. But luckily God was still there with me, fighting with me. And I was able to get her on the flight. She came in the Friday night. And then when she got here, Shana, we thought, okay, we've done it. God has done it. You know, it was important. Possible. Everybody like said that's the end of all of this. That's what you're yes. saying. Yeah, I'm thinking like we're good now. I mean, like it's good. And then when she arrives, you know, her her luggage was not with her. Her luggage was left in another island. And they said they, they don't know when she will get it. Maybe she'll get it in the in the morning or possibly in the evening. Okay, so we thought, okay, let's pray for the best. She'll get it in the morning. She'll still be in time for the brunch. They told her to come. We got there. And then when she got there, they said, I'm sorry, but the luggage isn't here. And it's not going to come until later in the evening. By the time the luggage arrives, the event will be finished. So yeah. she wouldn't have had any clothing to wear. And she was the first speaker 
Yeah. So she had to come first. So we had to figure it out in that moment. I had to learn to pivot in that moment. Okay, okay, we, no clothes are here. We'll find, we'll, we'll buy something from here. We'll get you started just so that you can be there in the room. And we were able to put things in place and she was able to come. Can I tell you in that session, so much deliverance take place. Women were healed because the, the areas we were dealing with, we were talking about wounds, unforgiveness and rejection. And it was just amazing to see how many women were healed. There were marriages, you know, that were healed because of it. There were relationships that were healed. There were so many things that came out of it just because of that disruption and because of my obedience not to give up. I'd never encountered anything like it before because everything was on the line. Because if this storm hit, there's a lot of money you lost, you know, but God came through uh, regardless. And I am just so happy to say to that we can definitely test. I can definitely testify of the goodness of God. So I want to unpack that because there's so much there. First of all, I love the fact that you use the wording, the resistance to the vision that God gave you. Yeah. Because you were very clear on what it was that God showed you. Yeah. And so you knew that this resistance was something that you had to fight through. Mm -hmm. It amazes me when people are faced with disruption. And their first question that they have is, did I not hear correctly? Did I miss God? Is this not what he said? Mm-hmm. And then you went on to say, but God, you said. And I love how God's, you know, processes work. Yeah. There were, there were still more bumps, but you held fast to the fact, but God, you said. Yes. And then he said back to you at the end of that, be still, it is finished. And even though it still continued to look like the enemy was going to throw things in there to throw you off your game, to throw your speaker off their game, which by the way, I always do this when I'm traveling to speak. And when I have people coming to speak in my own stuff, I always tell them, I'm not your mama and I'm not telling you what to do, but make sure that you have something in your carry-on that you can (laughs) wear on stage if your luggage gets lost. Because how many times have we found ourselves like, oh, well, Yoga pants and flip flops, it is because that's what I have because my luggage is in another part of the country or the other world. But anyway, I don't want to digress too much down to these packing tips for speakers because Lord knows I've got a bunch of them for <laughs> years. But I love the fact that you said, I know that this is the vision that God gave me, yet I'm being met with this resistance. So I want to know. What did you learn? What did you learn from that? Either, I mean, you already said what you learned is that, you know, that God is faithful to his word and you're grateful for his faithfulness. But what did you learn about Kamisha during that process? I I, I never thought it was that strong. You Mm -hmm. know, sometimes you never recognize the level of strength you have until you have to go through something. You know, I thought it was strong before, but at that level, anyone would have would have broken at that point because at that point some people were looking on and they were pouring me through but because of so many things that I was dealing with you know they suggested to me what if you maybe 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 let's do it differently but I'm saying no 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 that's not what God said that's not the vision (laughs) that's not what God said if I do anything else then I'm leaving the plan so I learned how resilient I was and then what it also taught me is to be able to trust God to a place where I can't trace him because yeah. in the middle of the storm, I had no way, I had no other, I had no other way, but to trust him. 
you know, that night I slept like a baby, trusting and believing that God said it will pass. It will be fine because the news outlets were saying everyone was speaking and everyone was talking. And I just had to learn to, you know, you have to mute that noise that is happening around you and only focus on God's voice. And yeah. that's what they did in the midst of that. And so what I want to say to the naysayers that are like, just not there yet. I'm not, my faith is not to the point yet, or my, you fill in the blank is just not there yet that I can just go to sleep and just trust God. I'm going to ask you to just try it. I'm going to ask you the next time there is resistance for the vision that God has gave you to just see what will happen if you take your hands off of it. If you don't worry and you just say, I have absolutely no control over how this is going to turn out, but God, you do and the Bible says that you don't sleep nor slumber. So there ain't no sense of both of us being up all night. I That's dare right. you to just try it. And so if you don't feel like that you have the same strength that Kamisha does, if you don't feel like you're far enough along in your walk with God to be able to go to sleep in the midst of resistance of the vision, I dare you to just try it and then inbox me. If it doesn't work, I'll, I'll, I'll do something <laughs> nice for you, but I guarantee you it will. So Kamisha, you talked about... Um, not allowing others to project onto you the direction that you should go, that you yeah. know is the opposite direction of the vision that God gave you. And disruption is designed to actually be a tool. If we embrace the disruption, it can actually be a tool that moves us forward. But so often when we go through disruption, especially if it's attached to trauma or something that is largely negative, oftentimes yeah. it actually keeps us stuck instead of being the tool to move us forward that God intends right. for it to be. And so in your work, like you're a trainer and you're a coach and you're a speaker and you've worked with a lot of people over the years, what have you noticed are some of the common barriers that keeps people from being able to actually embrace that disruption and move their life forward? I think it has a lot to do with faith. From what I've seen, you know, many times we think that we have faith. The Bible tells us we just need faith as small as a mustard seed. And it's amazing that not even a mustard seed we have many times because we are always in that place of doubt because of fear. And because we're so fearful of the unknown, we want to be able to control the process every single time. And that's what prohibits us from being able to advance. And I've learned, in, you know, just in doing uh, my sessions with women and, you know, my coaching sessions and also with teaching and training and so on, that many times it has to do with that faith. Is that faith a process? And also the belief, believe in them, in their selves, and also believing that God can and God yeah. will. And yeah. that's what stops us. I think it's the will more so yeah. than the can, because I believe that most of us believe that God can mm. I think that we would be following the Christian faith if yeah. we, that the supreme leader of our faith yes. could not like yeah. who would follow anybody who could. Right. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so I believe that most of us think that God can, but how many of you know that he will, how mm. many of you believe that he will, and he will do it for you. That's despite your flaws, despite your mistakes, oftentimes because of your flaws, because of your mistakes, right. have you gone beyond believing that God can into believing that God will? Because if you don't, you know, Jesus even said in the Bible, like, I can't even do any miracles here 
because you got to believe you don't have any faith. Like I literally have all of these abilities in my hands and I cannot function in your life. I just have to box yourself up and put it on a shelf in heaven. And you'll just have to see it later when you get to heaven because you have no faith and you have no belief. That's it. I hope that's an ouch moment. If you can't say amen, just say ouch. Because if you don't <laughs> believe that God will do it for you, yes. don't expect it to happen. That's right. That's, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's so, it. Tamisha, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to let you share some tips and advice that people can use to begin to bring all of this together um, in their lives. We'll be right back. episode is brought to you by the free guide when God says shift. Inside, you'll discover the four shifts required to reveal God's plan to ditch disruption or delay and get his blessings faster. Head to godsaysshift.com to access it now. All right. All right. All right. So we're talking about embracing disruption. God uses disruption as an invitation into what it is that he really has planned for us. Because anytime we're putting energy into something, whether it's physically, whether it's in our relationships, our mindsets, anything that is not on the path that he has planned for us, he's going to allow disruption to happen. And yes, I said allow. I had someone go off on me on Facebook the other day. And they basically were like, oh, so you're saying that, um, you know, God allows people to get raped. I said, well, you know, people have free will that they operate in, but nothing can happen in this world that God does not allow. Hmm. He did. He just doesn't. Um, And so and so then she went on to say, and so I guess they should just get over it. And I said, yes, they should. They should get the tools that they need to be able to heal. They should get the tools that they need to be able to move forward because I don't believe that God intends for them to still be negatively affected 40 years later by something that happened to them 40 years ago. It's unfortunate that it happens. I'm not discounting the pain in your life as a result of it, but I am saying that there is life on the other side of it and there are so many tools that are out there. There are so many people out there that can help you heal and move past it so that you can live a healthy life. So she didn't like that answer. I didn't care, but I want to hear some of your answers, Kamisha. So someone is listening to this and they say, you know what? I really want to learn how to embrace disruption. And I really want to learn how to shift my life to a positive place so that I can go to sleep at night and just trust that it's going to be okay. What would be the best tip that you could give them that they could start doing right away? The first thing I'm going to, I'm going to suggest is faith. That's, that's where it begins, but also faith. There's some elements that you're going to have to deal with. You're going to have to deal with trust. You're going to have to deal with belief and you're going to have to deal with hope. Now, let me break that down for you. So in your faith journey, because what happens, the Bible tells us faith without works is dead, right? And that we can only please God in our faith because it's in our faith with the unknown 
because we're trusting and believing in something that we can't see. We're trusting and believing in something, but we just, we just know, we just somehow know that God is going to do it, but there's no, there's no, there's no physical evidence there about how it's going to happen. And however he chooses to do it is up to him. But in that process, that's where your trust is going to be built. Your trust is going to come in relying on him and to trust in, to trust in something means that you are giving all control away. You no longer get to control the situation. You are open to allowing him to control the situation. And when you come to that place, then the disruption doesn't really feel like a disruption. The disruption is really like a path. Yeah. taking you on to the other side because you have allowed yourself to fall in that place of trust. The belief now is you being able to believe beyond that somehow you know God is going to come through for you. And how do you build your belief? You build your belief based on past experiences. If you don't have any past experiences, any past encounters, then there are many people, there are millions of people out there who are encountering, encountering him in that way where you can go listen to their testimonies. You can begin to just listen to them, just sit at their feet and learn how they've been able to overcome. And that helps to build your belief. That helps you to be built up so that you have something to take. And then that leads you into the final stage. That's hope, you know, because faith cannot work without hope. When hope dies, there's no faith because hope hope is the thing that's going to, it's, it's going to charge you. It's like the gasoline. You know, it's going to give you that energy. You have hope for a better tomorrow. You have hope for things to turn around in your favor. In the midst of that disruption, you need to have hope. And once you apply those things, you know you're able to overcome any disruption that comes because these are the foundational things. I call them the one-on-one foundational principles that you have to rely on. And if you apply them, you are able to overcome every single time. And I think that. I think you would be hard pressed to yeah. find a person that can't find at least one thing that they can't remember at least one time mm. God has shown up for them in overcoming something. It may not be the same thing that you're going through right now, but yes, there are so many people that you can pull on what has happened for them. But I really want to encourage you to go back and recognize that there is, I, I say this all the time. I preached a sermon called the power of remembering. You know, remember the previous victories because if he did it before, he'll do it again. Because remember, he won't, he's not just a can God, he's a will God as well. Mm-hmm. So, Kamisha, before we get ready to go, I know you're an author. Tell us about your book. Definitely. So, I have two books. The first book is called Journey to 30 The Naked Truth. And then there's Seven Days of Intimacy. Uh, today, I really want to share with you guys Seven Days of Intimacy. It's, okay. a journal. it's a journal of rediscovering yourself. So, this journal, it helps you to really redefine who you are, rediscover who you are. It helps you to fall in love with yourself again. It's a step by step process. It takes you through, you know, every day. So, the vision behind seven dates is you're taking yourself on seven dates. And as a woman, whether you are married or whether you're single, it does not matter where you are in life, you get to do this because you still need to learn to love yourself. And as you take yourself on those seven dates, you're journaling in that process. And there are questions and it's very intense, it's very personal, and it's going to cause you, it's not those surface level questions that you'll be asked. 
You got to do the work. You have to do the work. And there's a boot camp attached to it too as well. We have women with phenomenal stories coming out of it. It's just been doing amazing work. So you want to make sure that you grab that. You can get a copy from Amazon. Uh, You can go to Amazon and and get a copy. Uh, There's no Kindle version. So you have to buy the physical book because you have to do the physical work. Uh, You can grab it there if you're in Barbados and you're tuning in right now. You can get it here from a bookstore at Cloyce's Bookstore at all of their outlets or you can definitely contact me on social media and make sure that you can get your signed copy. Awesome. And where can they find you on social media? So you can find me at Queen's Mindset. That's the name of our organization. That will be Queen's Mindset on Facebook, Queen's Mindset on Instagram, and also on YouTube as well. Perfect. Queen's Mindset. Well, I will make sure that the link to your social media and the link to get the journal is in the show notes. So all you have to do is click it. You don't have to be able to wonder how to spell it. Um, (laughs) What did she say? Um, I'll make sure that it's super easy for you. All that you have to do is click on it. So Kamisha, thank you so much for being here. Welcome. Thank you for sharing your nuggets. Everyone share, share, share this situation because again, we all know someone that is going through something and this episode is going to help them to get on the other side of that. I pray that it has blessed you like it has blessed me. Go back and listen to previous and future episodes as well. Everyone have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I want to thank you for listening to the God Shift Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. And remember to put God first and everything will fall into place.